The Crowncast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Justin, and that means that you are listening once again to an episode of The Crowncast. It is a post-react. Uh, unfortunately, your your normal host, Logan, uh, had another engagement. Unfortunately, your Charlotte FC have fallen out of playoff contention now with a 2-2 draw against the Columbus crew. Uh, and joining me to cover this one, break it down, hand out a few crowns and a couple of cards is Josh. Hey, Josh, how's it going? Hey, Justin. Well, disappointing night. Um, you know, result wasn't what we wanted, but I think, you know, I think a lot of people have said it. You can't, you can't fault them for the fight that they showed because they did not give up on that game. And um, it was always going to be up uphill battle making the playoffs and they gave it their all. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and so this draw does officially knock Charlotte FC fully out of contention for what it's worth. As we record this, uh, the, the other results that we needed aren't going our way either. Uh, Inter Miami is up 4-1 on Orlando City. We needed that to go the other way. So, you know, we were out of control of our own destiny. We still didn't do what was quite necessary to, to you know, do our part of, of this to maintain our destiny or our opportunity for the playoffs. So it's frustrating. It's sad to see. I will say, though, at the match, you know, still 34,000 people. There were some issues that the fans had, that some of the people in the press box had, that some of the people who are currently speaking on microphone had about some of the officiating in this one, but we will get into that in a future podcast. Um, so we're instead going to try and focus on some more positive things. And so we're going to give out some crowns first because it was a good atmosphere. It was great to see all the players go over to the supporter section after the game was over and, and cheer for all of the supporters, for all of the they've done uh for for the squad as well so um we're gonna start out with some crowns so that we can talk about what went well so josh in your opinion if you want to go ahead and start us out who's the first person that you want to crown who did well tonight it can be no other no one other than uh you know my favorite player daniel rios um <laughs> yes. i've been his as as every listener knows i've been his biggest supporter um but again he a really good game um three games ago i would not have told you that daniel rios would be a difference maker um but obviously against philly he was and then he comes into this game he has a goal that gets us back into it um and he has the assist on the on the second goal um you know he he did what latanzio and and others who who call him out have been saying he held the ball up pretty well um he was a presence in the box um, and boy, that header was really, really good. It was a good ball by, by Reyna, but Rios is running at a good speed. He makes a really, really good run. Um, and he makes no, uh, mistake with it, um, to get it, to get it by room, um, and, and change the atmosphere really. Cause there was a little bit of a lull. The fans were, were great. I wasn't unfortunately able to make it to the game, but you could hear it on the TV. They were, they were great again, but he got him back into that game with that goal. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, 
Unfortunately, we only get to see him for half. This is a weird situation that we will talk about more uh, when we do our, our Wednesday pod uh, next week and recap all of these matches and everything. Um, this is the completion of a, a match that started at the end of July. So the lineup's weird. Everything's weird. But So we only end up with one half of Daniel Rios. He comes in uh, at the halftime marker and... And he does make a big difference when he gets an opportunity to come in. Besides the goal, besides the assist, he he has another great header in the middle of the box. Unfortunately, Room manages to get his hands on it. Um, we are a better side. We are a different side that plays a different style of football that is more effective right now when Daniel Rios is leading the line up top. And so, you know, uh, he he absolutely deserves the crown tonight. Um, wasn't again, quite enough for us to get the win, but, um, he did well. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it also should be pointed out and, and you made, um, I think you made the point before we came on Mike that, you know, with him up top, Swiderski is then back into that 10 where he's been these past few games. Um, and I think he looked better Swiderski that is when he dropped into that 10 role again so i agree with you you know i i'm still not necessarily sold on daniel rios as a long-term solution but i don't think that there's any doubt with the way this team is currently constructed um and with the way um with the with the players that we have currently that he makes this team the best version of itself um and getting yeah. him up top is is has been essential for the past few games and and was this game and unfortunately we couldn't do it um from the beginning yep um so i'll go ahead and move into my crown and i am actually going to crown the other guy um uh, one of the other substitutes that really i think makes a, a huge difference for us and that is camel yuzwiak uh, unfortunately, we don't get to see him until the 75th minute, but he just changes the way the squad plays when you get him on that left wing, um, especially because at the same time, there's sort of a swap and, and um, Harrison Awful moves over to the, the left back position with the same place that we saw him against Philly. Um, Yuzwiak out on that left wing he plays again with that physicality. He, he attacks players, not just with a lot of technical skill, but with a lot of physicality, with a lot of power that I think really affects defenders in a way that is very different than a lot of, not just wingers on this squad, but wingers across MLS. I don't think that you see the kind of bulldog fight from a winger where you know they're gonna body you they're gonna look to to put the shoulder in and go 50 50 in the attack and really try and get the ball back if it's lost um and then put it into a dangerous uh, area and i think he is we combines a lot of really effective skills on that left wing and when he comes in again this is you know, something that I think we're going to talk about, not just in this pod, but in, in future pods. It, it's disappointing that he only gets the last sort of 15 or 20 minutes in this match. But um, I think he's phenomenal in this one. I agree. He he changed the complexion. You know, um, he plays with the word I would use is aggression with him. You know, it, it he he fights for balls. He chases after balls. 
Um, he runs back. He he does all those off the ball things that I think are really valuable for a modern day winger. Um, I did think that Reyna had an okay game. I'm not the biggest fan of him. He obviously has the assists on the Rios goal. It's a great ball in. Um, and I actually thought he tracked back and, and put in a defensive shift a little better than he normally does. Um, but the energy level, I think, is really palpable between Reyna and Yuzwiak. And I think it's something that this side missed and misses when when Yuzwiak's not in there. Um, Reyna has a lot of technical ability. I just don't think he he sets the tempo as well um, as Yuzwiak does. Or at least the Yuzwiak that has been in the game for the past, what, six, seven matches now on that left-hand side. Yeah, I'd agree. And and I'm going to talk a little bit more about Reyna uh, uh, when I give my second crown. And actually, Josh, if you don't mind, we'll, we'll just snake this so that I can go ahead and give my second crown and talk about this Absolutely. all at the same time. Um, my second crown is going to go to Brant Bronico. Um, he starts back in, you know, that deep playing six role. He does get an opportunity to move up into more of that eight. Uh, and and shuttle the ball but I thought he had a really good match I thought he played with you know a, a good level of discipline that maybe we were a little worried about in the Philly match was he getting a little bit too heated was he playing with a little bit too much you know little little bit too much pop and is there a risk if you've got a little too much pop in you that that you're gonna get yourself sent off or something like that in this match, he did a, a great job of being, you know, that challenge, being that shuttle. Uh, he got himself in a couple of great attacking positions and yes. um, took the the opportunities well. These are a couple of headers that are not easy, but, uh, you know, just a little bit more luck and those things slip in, especially the late one. He rainbows a, a header back. I You mentioned before we got on mic that you don't know how he got his head to it. I don't really know either. But he flicks this thing back in a beautiful rainbow that, it, you know, if the wind is a little different down there at the stadium, that thing drops inside the back post. But where I can tie it back to Jordi Reyna and where I think Yuzwiak helps us, Reyna gets this assist, gets everything for this first goal to Danny Rios, I think because of Brant Bronico's play. He has this great driving run out of the midfield. He carries the ball forward. And in the broadcast, Lloyd Sam is is encouraging him from up there in the press box. Push, push, go. And then Bender lays the smart ball off to Reyna on the wing outside him. And, and, and sorry, Bronico does the smart thing, lays the ball off to, to Reyna outside him. And then Brant continues his run. And what continuing the run does is it draws the fullback and it draws the center back out of position and it gives Reyna space to play the cross in. And it's all Brant that does that. It's all Bronico making that run. And it's awesome to see. And he just has a phenomenal match overall, but that's one of those moments that I wanted to call out. And it, to tie that into kind of what I was saying about Reyna and why I like Yuzwiak over there, Reyna is good, when he has those players making the overlaps, when he has those players that he can play passes off of that open space for him. And it's great, I guess, if, if you know, you're going to be a, an effective winger if you've got the other player. But what Yuzwiak gives us is an effective winger and he doesn't need that kind of support. He's going to make the space for himself with his 
aggression with his physicality and with his technical ability. And that's why I rate Yizwiak so much higher for that wing than Reyna. And why in this match, I'm also crowning Brant Bronico because his play, his movement, everything was really great tonight. Yeah, agreed on all on all fronts. Um, and, and I just think also, I think a lot of people are going to remember that first header chance that he has. It's a it's a good ball in from Gaines, and he makes really good contact with it. Um, I think it's important just to remember that headers, even that close, are not the easiest things to to actually get right. Um, and I think you also have to give a little bit of credit to the Columbus defender. That, uh, he comes over kind of late, and I think he forces Bronico um, to to hit that a little straighter than he wants to. Bronico really wants to drive that um, low uh, into the corner, and with the defender coming over, he's not able to do that. But I agree. I thought this was maybe um, Bronico's best game that we've seen in a little while. I thought he looked energetic like the earlier season Bronico. Um, and then what you alluded to, I didn't think he was um overly aggressive i didn't ever have a feeling that he was going to get thrown out which has been the case in a couple games this season yeah yep i agree uh it's nice to see um it obviously would have been great to see one of those opportunities uh slip in but um we're still going to recognize you know uh, our our grind set and our leader the number 13 um with that, though, Josh, uh, do you want to give us the last crown of the match? Yeah, um, and I'm going to give it to uh, Andre Shinyashiki. Um, it's mostly for his uh, for his header, his goal. Um, I think we have to credit him with the fact that I don't know that he does much else in this game, but he only had about 10 minutes or so, not including stoppage time, um, when he was actually on, and I think he did exactly what you're doing when you bring him on which is throwing him on and to try to get a goal um unfortunately i don't know that Gaines had his best game um i'm a huge Gaines fan as everyone knows but i thought the change should have maybe come a little bit earlier for Gaines. um and that header that he puts in is actually i think really impressive there's not a lot of pace on that ball um because rios is just sort of floating it back in and so he really has to generate all the power and all the direction on that and he does it really, really well. Um, you know, it. I think if maybe if that thing goes in in the 90th minute rather than four minutes into stoppage time, I think things might have gotten really, really interesting. Um, but I don't know that you could ask much more from him because, you know, you're bringing him on to, to spark it, to get a goal. And, and that's what he does in his very limited minutes. Yeah, I mean, I got to agree. I think that that Andre did everything because he, he also was a very effective outlet on that right wing. And, you know, I leaned over to Logan while we were watching the match there in the press box. And I said, OK, Logan was a little upset that he overcooked the first uh, uh, cross from that right wing. And I leaned over when Logan said that. And I said, OK, how many minutes has Andre Shinyashiki played on the right wing at any point this season before right now? Yeah, good and point. Me- because the answer is zero. Uh, Shin Yashiki has never been deployed on the right. Honestly, when he came on, what I kind of expected was for him to go over to the left and Yuzwiak to come back to the right. Because Yuzwiak's better on the left, but he's at least got minutes on the right wing. And instead, they said, no, Andre, we're going to stick you out on the side that you're not used to. Um, 
And, you know, we're going to ask you, because because you're kind of right-footed and you normally play in the inverted wing on the left, we're going to ask you to play a little bit more wingery and, you know, play play outside and whip crosses in with your right that way. And I thought that he did a, a, a more than serviceable job of it. And then he did what Andre Shinyashiki does, and that's get in the dangerous spaces and do the dirty work in score goal. Yep. And he did it all in 10 minutes. Yep. And, and, you know, so you mentioned there, he did it all in 10 minutes. And we've mentioned that Kamal Yuzwiak only got, you know, about 15. And so I think this is going to lead us into the first unfortunate card that we've got to hand out. And I think it's got to go to Christian Latanzio here because we are faced with an odd situation. We have to start this match with a particular lineup. If you listen to our preview uh, that came out yesterday, you know, you know, some of the details of that, you know what we talked about in that preview. We talked about should subs come early to get us into the shape that we have played effectively in. And they didn't. We didn't see subs until halftime. We played 30 minutes of football. We got scored on once uh, before we saw substitutions. And, and you know, some of the substitutions that we immediately said when we looked at the lineup and, and talked about it in a preview, these need to change. Daniel Rios comes on for Ben Bender. Derek Jones comes on for Quinn McNeil. All of the sudden, you've got Jones back in the holding role. You've got Rios up top. Swiderski can drop back into the 10. Bronico can move back into shuttling the ball around. And we look better almost immediately. We look really good in the 75th minute when Kamal Yozwiak comes on for Jordi Reyna. Again, something that we talked about in the preview. Jalen Lindsay comes on for Joseph Mora. Again, something we talked about in the preview. Not till the 75th minute do we see that change. Not till the 75th minute when we're down 2-1 do we see that change. That could have come 15 minutes earlier. That could have come just after our first goal. And it still would have been too late. And it's not... Coach Latanzio is put into a very difficult situation here. Don't get me wrong. This is tough to say, what's the right time? When do you do this stuff? And these are hard choices to make. And I think that unfortunately he gets them a little bit wrong here. And I'm not saying that his decision-making cost us the playoffs, but I think we're in a better position to win this particular game if he makes some decisions differently. Yeah, I, I have a lot of sympathy because I, it's just a tough situation when everyone knows that the lineup you have to play with or make subs to change is not the lineup that you would be uh, rolling out if you had your choice right now. Um, I, I think the other frustrating part is I think he gets all of these decisions correct. They just, as you said, came too late. Um, and that I think is the really frustrating part. You know, I was, I was frustrated. You mentioned the first goal, um, you know, on the broadcast, they mentioned that Yuzwiak and Lindsay were up right around the time of that first goal. And then it took a good five, six, seven minutes for them to get back on. It was almost like he saw Reyna make that assist and he was like, well, let me, let me leave this be for another couple minutes. 
Um, and my preference would have been to pat Reyna on the back as he came off the field right after that assist and say, good job with your last touch of the ball. You know, now we're going to go finish the job sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, Sam Lloyd, you mentioned him, the good points he always seems to make, but he talked about it a lot on the broadcast as well about how, you know, this soccer used to be a game where you only get three subs as it is. So making two subs to quote unquote start this game still leaves you with what would have normally been your sub limit. And mm-hmm. so I, you know, I think it's something that I'm sure Latanzio himself is going to look back and, and have a couple sleepless nights about whether the Jones Rio subs should have been from the jump. If we have them for those first 30 minutes, do we score a goal? I don't know if we prevent the goal that gets scored in that time, but I think the question is, do we score a goal in that time as well? Um, and, and maybe that changes things, but it, it's a tough, it's a tough place, but I think in the end he has to get a card just because overall he got it wrong. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is frustrating. It, everything about this game felt kind of like a throwback. Everything about it, you know, we had to go back to the previous lineup. It felt like we threw back to subs coming on too late, to decisions being made a little bit later than they should have been. Um, it felt like some of our our play was poor because we were reverting back to old form. You know, Swiderski starting up top, he was he was poor until he was able to sort of drop back into that hole when, when Rios came on at halftime, and then he started looking a little bit better there. So frustrating um i i do want to mention too before josh you give a card out that i am going to give the softest of cards to certain members of the supporter section who decided to throw uh cups objects who knows what onto the field to express their displeasure with the officiating in this match i might have thought the officiating was poor too but it's a bad look when there's a lot of eyes on us uh, to to see the supporter section throwing uh, objects down onto the field. Um, we've got to ask if we've got any listeners who are in the supporter section, please, you know, don't do that. Try and help the, the, the people around you make sure that they're not doing it because there's a lot of attention. There's a lot of rightful praise for a lot of the things that the, the crowd in the vault does right, but we've got to call out the stuff that they do that's wrong. Yep, totally agreed. Um, and I've been in the supporter section when, unfortunately, things have been thrown. Um, and, you know, there's quite a few things that also don't land on the field, but land on your fellow supporters as well. Um, and it can be dangerous. You know, we don't want to, we have a good reputation right now. We really do. Um, the MLS community is, I think, noticing the fantastic work that the fans um, put in for this team. And so, you know, we want to be known for that and not for throwing things because it really isn't going to help us at all. Yep. So with that, we'll move Um, into sort of the last thing here, and that's, Josh, your card for the match. Yeah, and my my card's going to go to um, Joseph Mora. Um, It it was not a good game for him. Um, I've not been a proponent of his probably since the beginning of this season um his best known quality is his defensive stability and i thought he was really poor in that aspect this game um he gives away a yellow right on the edge of the box um in the first half 
honestly, looking at it, um, I think it's the right call for a yellow, but I've seen refs give reds for that as well because he's not the last man, but it kind of appears that he is, and it's a bad tackle. He's really, really late. And then on the second goal, um, there's a few things that happen that I think could have been better, but my big issue is he slips and he slips right when you can't because Kalina's looking at him. Kalina is expecting him to deal with a cross that Etienne puts in right across the face of the goal. Um, and he slips right at that cruiser moment and the ball is just rolling perfectly for, I believe it's Luis Diaz to just run on and rip it. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's tough. Obviously he's not meaning to slip in that moment, but that's a big moment. And for someone who's such an experienced player, I need him to come through in that, in that moment. Um, and then just in general, you know, those were sort of the two big plays that, that come to mind for me, but in general, I mean, you know, he, he did typical Joseph Moore things. I didn't think he particularly added anything to our attack. Um, you know, the defensive stability, I think is kind of a myth. I thought Luis Diaz got at him a lot down that, down that side. And he really didn't have a lot of answers on how to contain him. Um, might not have helped that he had Yordi Reyna on that side too, who doesn't always help with the defense, but it was just a case where I don't, I don't know that either fullback had a really good game, but Mora of the two had a, I think, particularly bad game. And I think of all the players we had, his was the worst. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got to agree with you. I, kept commenting about him he just doesn't have the speed to keep up with some of the wing play that you see in mls now and he's just not he's just not quite good enough uh and it's unfortunate that we're you know we had him in it's unfortunate again you know we go back to what we said about carding uh uh, coach latanzio it's unfortunate that he's in for as long as he is because we looked better after Jalen Lindsay came in and Harrison Awful moved over, I will say I don't think Harrison Awful had a particularly good game, but I think that can be said too about a lot of the players that we're not calling out for for crowns. I, you know, Swiderski had sort of a hit or miss game. He probably should have earned a penalty uh, there at the end of the match. I think that that's going to be something that we're we're going to have to talk about in the future. But beyond that, you know, talked about reversion. There was a lot of Swiderski going down under a little bit of pressure, and it was a little bit frustrating. Um, you know, uh, uh, I don't think that Locks had a particularly great day. Um, we didn't even talk about Bender and McNeil through the first half, but they, they were kind of rough. There were a lot of areas that were rough for us. I think Mora was the roughest. Um, he didn't offer anything going forward. He didn't offer anything in defense. He was just poor. Um and it was on a night where we couldn't afford to be poor. It was on a night where we really needed to do better. And it was on a night where we did not manage to do that. Um, and it's frustrating to see. Yeah. I, I, With that, I think, uh, Josh, you have anything else you want to say? Yeah, I was just going to say that I, I think that, you know, it's it's understandable to be upset disappointed right now um but this is an expansion team and at the end of the day we also did earn a point in a pretty fun way i know that that's going to be a hard thing to sort of (laughs) get excited for but we did not lose this game 
Um, and if a few things break our way, I think we could, you know, we could have won it. That's, you know, what ifs, horseshoes, all that good stuff. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, as we get further distance from it, um, this, this was a, this was a fun game and, and they gave it their all and they did pull something out at the end of the day. It wasn't quite what we needed. Um, but you know, if you had told us, I think a couple months ago after that run of games with Chicago, um, and some of the other bad teams that we lost to that we were going to be in this position, I would have bit your hand off for that opportunity. Um, and I just think that the breaks didn't go our way more so than we, we failed. Yeah, I got to agree with you, too, on that, because, like, it, you know, we look at it here and in the inaugural season, the worst we can finish in the East now is, oh, 11th. Um, that's not bad for, for the first season. Um, the worst we can finish on is 42 points. That's not bad for our first season. There's still a lot to build on. So, you know, it's disheartening in the moment to lose this, but let's not lose sight of the fact that this was a good first season for Charlotte FC. And let's not lose sight of the fact that we still have three more points to go and get. And so we will talk to you after we get three more points from New York Red Bull. Goodbye. Queen City Podcast Network.com.